What's up, guys? Thanks again for coming to the podcast. Today, I got a new entry for you. Uh, it's in regards to a Netflix original TV show called Warrior Nun. Uh, anybody with Netflix has probably seen this, because normally Netflix has this thing where whenever they have something new, comedy special, TV show, movie, it stays in the front of your suggested section for about a month. And that's where this was for a while. I know one of the big ones out right now is uh, this TV show Ratched with the actress from... Uh, American Horror Story. Before that, it was the movie Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. Uh, every new comedy that comes out, anything Netflix does, they'll always push it on you over anything else you want, and they never have anything besides uh, something you're actually looking for. You know what I'm saying? You go to search, can't find nothing, but I guarantee you, you'll find everything Netflix owns. So, uh, I mean, I can't hack them for it. The thing is, they're all good. Almost everything that Netflix has put out is good, and Warrior Nun doesn't fall short of that. I did just hear that it got renewed for a second season, which I'm glad about, because it does end on a cliffhanger, and if you're not one for that, you might want to wait for the second season, but if you're okay with it, it's so good. I didn't have a moment where I could, like, okay, so you know how sometimes, like, a show will kind of, like, prolong its story, like, it only has a one route for the story, but it'll pull a put a filler episode in to kind of prolong it, you know? It's like, oh, how can we make a show that we wrote that's 10 episodes, 20 episodes. Let's put in a bunch of fillers and then do a bunch of nonsense uh, character development. Netflix does a good job with not doing that as often. It does do it sometimes, but this is a show where I didn't feel that that was happening at all. Like, every other episode is like, you do get kind of annoyed by where the story goes, but it's not like it's not necessary. You know what I'm saying? It's about a teenager who's essentially somebody who doesn't believe in God, is chosen by God to be the ultimate warrior for heaven. So it's kind of this struggle with her trying to accept that and being like an atheist. So when you have that battle, you're all going to have some moments that it's like, why isn't she just accepting her fate why isn't she just going to fight these dudes why is she being a prissy teenager well to be honest that's what the character is it's a 19 year old girl who gets superpowers and doesn't know what to do with it you know what i'm saying and it's all about the church and stuff like that and it goes really really deep into its its own mythology in a way you know talking about um demons and the church and things like that it all takes place in europe uh around spain and italy and I, they mentioned paris i don't know if they've, they they go to paris or not i can't remember off the top of my head but it's based around there so there's a lot of back and forth dialogue between uh spanish italian and american uh but it's mostly in english and it's a very very good story it, it is so unique to me when you think of like what could you possibly do in this day and age that hasn't already been done? That you aren't just rehashing something. And yeah, I mean, maybe it's a rehash. You know what I'm saying? You know, person who never had abilities, gets abilities, doesn't know what to do with them. They're a teenager. You know, you could add as many tropes as you want to this. But it's not just about the tropes. It's about what the tropes are attached to. You know what I mean? Unique 
concepts are very hard to come by in this day and age because a lot of the stuff has been done already. That's why all you do is you get reboots, you get remakes, you get sequels. You know, it's it's very difficult to come by anything that is unique. But to me, I do feel like regardless of how many tropes you can attach to this, it is still unique in its in its supernatural background, in its storytelling capabilities, and in just where it is like where this picks up from and how it kind of dwells back into the history of ev like all the war they've been fighting all the battles they've won all the demons they slayed and kind of leads up to where they are where they are now so it's kind of a origin story for this character called and the name of the superhero is the warrior nun so it's for this er this generation's warrior nun almost so now it is kind of an origin for her but it's not an origin of like the concept of what she exists in it's almost like how ant-man picked up on the fact that like uh, it was passing the torch. So Ant-Man's already existed. That's what this kind of is. The Warrior Nun has already existed. So we're taking place in a world that's in modern day era for where they would be in today's world. And every now and then they go back and they talk about how they got here and all the stuff they went through. Each character has a nice little bit of time and to shine in individualized episodes. But each character is very, like, good. It's very... It's, it's very much like... No character is just there to do nothing, and every character gets the appropriate screen time, and every character is placed well. There's no character that is part of the story that is, like, why is why are they there? Why is this girl here? Why are we talking about her? Why is she involved? Like, they all fit. It's very, very, it's a very, very good show. It's very well done. Uh, I really can't talk much about any of the actors or the actresses, because a lot of them I've never seen before. Um, I've never seen them in anything else. I do know the main actress, um, uh, Alba Baptista. She is a big actress in Spain. She, she's big in a lot of Spanish television and things like that. I think this is her first Americanized, uh, role. And she does a fantastic job, you know, being that I think she's like an 18, 19 year old or a 20 year old. She's very young in the game and she's got a lot of potential. So she's definitely going to go places. There's really nobody else that is kind of recognizable. I mean, I think maybe the main, like, uh, father character uh, is played by... Um, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. I apologize to the actor. Joaquim de Almeida. Definitely butchered that. I do apologize, sir, if you ever hear this. But he's been in a lot. He's not really a big... I mean, he does have a big role, but it's more of a supporting role. It's more in the background kind of role. You know, he pops up every so often, but a lot of the story isn't necessarily about him until you get closer to the ending. But he's he's been in movies for years. He's probably the, the only veteran actor I recognize uh, in the film. You know, he was in The Hitman's Bodyguard, uh, which is a recent film. Let's go even further back. He was in Desperado. He was in uh, with uh, uh, Antonio Banderas. Gotcha. Yes, he was in Desperado with Antonio Banderas. He was in Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford. He he's got years under his belt, so he's the veteran of the show. Uh, he does kind of portray um, kind of the guy where you're, they're going against him in a way because he's the father that has to do things very old school, and they have a father that's a member of their of their church there, who's kind of like the one they're used to, and then this guy comes in and starts changing rules and stuff like that. So he's not really the bad guy, but he's just he's kind of he's kind of the the, the asshole of the church that that goes after them in a way. You know what I mean? 
I, I will say that it, it is definitely worth the sit down and it's worth the watch. And if you are trying to find something that you can binge, what I love most about a show like this is there's one, if there's one thing I hate that Netflix does is they make their shows with long intros. If you're a show on Netflix and your intro is more than 15 seconds, then I don't watch you. I'll be straight out. It took me so long to get through like Daredevil and Luke Cage and all these other Netflix originals because they created such long intros for them and it's not necessary. And Warrior Nun does something that's kind of in light of like Supernatural, if you're fans of that show, how we know that intro is like three seconds. Bam, title of the show, bam, show. That's all you get. That's what, like, this is, and I love that. I love that they did that for this show, because it gets right into it. And another odd thing is the episodes aren't long. So it's ten. It's a 10-episode series. They range from, like, 35 minutes to maybe close to an hour, which is nice, because that's all filled. Like, when you talk about the intro being, like, less than three seconds, you're talking about that's all filled with the show. And they're not extending it to fill an hour. They're doing the story that they want to do for this part to get you to watch the next episode episode and regardless of how long it is that's the appropriate amount of time to do that piece of the story and you feel that when you're watching it and you want to keep watching it you want to go right into the next one there's no stale transitions there's no things that say okay i do it like i'll stop here and i'll come back to it later like there have been a number of shows where i'll just stop and i won't care to go back later a couple of months will pass. I'll go back into it. I'll remember exactly where I left off. It didn't keep me there. It didn't want me to keep rolling over and over and over into the next episode. And to have a show like that with such a short run that you could literally watch this in a day. It's 10 episodes, but it isn't 10 hours long. It's probably closer to maybe six, you know, six and a half, which isn't that bad. That's a Sunday. You know, if you want a lazy Sunday, and you want to binge a show. This is the show to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like watching a full season of, you know, Family Guy or, or, or to any fans out there. It's like watching two or three seasons of Robot Chicken. You know what I'm saying? It's not that long, so it doesn't take up so much of your time. And it's not a regretful use of your time. I do know that it's about a novel. I did read that. I don't know if there's just one book or if it's many books or if that's what they're doing. It's a big thing now that they're trying to take books and make more and more stuff on it because everybody is running out of, you know, ideas. I said this in a previous entry that there is very little uniqueness left in Hollywood. You know, you, very few tales are told in the storytelling of a film that do justice to anything that you haven't seen already you know we all know what a movie trope is we all know that there are stories that have been rehashed and rebooted and it's very rare to find something that kind of comes off as unique yes the show has its superhero tropes and whatnot but you can't have a superhero kind of story without having those tropes it's almost unavoidable but it's about the uniqueness you put to it and i think the show's uniqueness for what this show is it definitely is enough to tell you that it doesn't matter how tropey it is it doesn't matter how many times you have seen a story that's relatively the same because no matter how many times they redo a story it's about how they do the story which is something that's important to me so regardless of how many times they do it it's like batman we've seen a dozen different batmans and we're going to keep seeing a dozen different batmans because they're all different interpretations regardless of how many tropes a batman movie has connected to itself regardless of superhero tropes you're going to see something that's a vision of somebody's perspective of that story and it's going to have all that stuff in it no matter what 
I'm telling you, if you've got some time or if you're trying to kill some time on a Saturday or a Sunday or you got a day off or you're sick in bed, I'm telling you, you could start it like if you if your day if your day job is a nine to five, you could start this series at nine o'clock and you'll be done before five. All ten episodes. They aren't that long and it's totally worth it. If they compacted this into a movie, it probably would have been a trilogy and it would have been bomb as a trilogy movie. But I am happier that it is a show because it gives them time to tell the story correctly. I don't know what to expect from the next season. All I'm going to tell you is that I didn't expect it to end the way it did. And it's a fantastic ending. It's a fantastic show. And I'm telling you, give it a shot. Alright guys, listen. Thank you again for coming. I really do appreciate all of you listening. Uh, I've said it before and I say it again. Uh, I do this for fun. But I always love hearing back from you guys. If you're on a platform listening to this and they have some form of feedback that you can leave me, by all means, leave me something. I'd love to hear from you. Give it a subscribe if you're listening to the first time. Uh, give it a follow and give it a share. Let some other people know. You got any movie fanatics out there that you want to have, let them have a listen. I'd appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next one.